To be a successful local brand, you don't need thousands of followers. You don't need a ton of likes and comments. And you don't need the perfect cocktail content. Hey there, I'm Emily Steele, and I help local business owners turn their pie-in-the-sky visions into amazing money-making realities. After working with hundreds of local brands, I created this podcast to give local business owners even more tools to build a simply irresistible brand. I'm ready to be your personal point guard and assist you in all your business endeavors, one interview, episode, and idea at a time. Together, we'll tackle the topics that you need help with the most to make your brand a force to be reckoned with on all fronts. Through interviews with other awesome business owners and experts who are currently crushing it, to tip-focused episodes centered around need-to-know topics like social media and email marketing, we'll span the entrepreneurial horizon and provide you with the resources you need to take your brand straight to the top and then some. Let's do this. Hey, hey friends. So we are officially on episode six and I'm so grateful for every single one of you who has taken the time to listen to an episode or binge listen to the last five. Your feedback and support has sincerely meant the world to me and I'm so excited for what's to come in 2021. So it's Sunday afternoon. I've got a glass of wine and I'm hanging out in my closet doing my first official solo episode. On these solo episodes, I'm going to dive deep into one specific topic that I know can help you as a local business owner. Honestly, this is one of my favorite topics today because it's making such a significant difference for local business owners. If you've listened to the last few episodes, it's been mentioned one or many times. You probably heard about our podcast from this little social media app, perhaps. (laughs) And if you're anything like me, you're probably on it way more than any other platform. Any guesses on what I'm talking about? Instagram. I'm obsessed with Instagram as a user and a consumer. As a digital marketing agency owner and as an educator to local business owners through my blog and online programs. So I recently hosted an Instagram masterclass for local business owners and dove into some really important lessons regarding strategy, community building, and what is the most important thing to do when you open the app on your phone. It doesn't matter if you're just getting started in your local business, if you've been using Instagram since the beginning, or if you're outsourcing the work to a teammate or freelancer or agency. What I'm going to teach you in this episode will dramatically shift how you can use the platform. So before we dive into all the areas you can illuminate on Instagram, let's talk about some of the super outdated strategies that you can release today. First of all, there's still an obsession with comments, follower counts, and likes. I will never forget when one of my clients asked me to build his Instagram following to 10,000 followers. I asked why, because it's just something I do to get to the heart of the request of these kind of bizarre moments. And he didn't even really know why he wanted it. What he actually wanted was new clients. But you guys, you don't need 10,000 followers to gain new clients or customers for your local brand, no matter what size of business you have. As I'm recording this right now, we have just over 1,200 Instagram followers over at Love Local. And I just don't care because to me, it's about connection and meaning and building trust, not how many impressions I'm making from my post or my reach or how many hearts someone gives me before scrolling on to the next thing. If those 1,200 people in our community are in love with my core offering and take action on every course or digital product or masterclass I offer, that is really truly all that I would personally need to sustain this profitable business. 1,200 people, 1,200 followers. (laughs) 
When I look at follower account, I look at what drove people to my page, not the number itself. When a lot of people share our Local to Legend episodes, for example, our page always increases in follower count. So that tells me that our podcast content is resonating with a lot of different people, and I should continue investing in content strategies to increase the sharing of those podcasts and maybe potentially consider having more episodes than once a week. It's almost 2021, and I still see a lot of follow, unfollow strategies happening or people dropping into my own DMs promising they can make me a lot of money and get me a lot of followers. I also see people who are paying for bots in my own local community. And I just wonder where the integrity in that is. Are you building a legacy brand in your local community and beyond? Or are you looking for shortcuts or quick wins? The second belief around Instagram that I want to address is that you need to have this perfect content plan and a cocktail of different posts. That you can check the boxes of posts you did per week and story graphics you added to your stories and highlights. But this too is not moving the needle for brands. And I'm sure if you're doing this right now, you're feeling it. If you're a very type A person and you're pushing out the posts to just mark them off your list, listen up. Instagram is designed to market with people and at them. But the brands that are marketing with the users are the ones doing it better than everyone else and the ones seeing results. So what do I mean when I say marketing at people? Think about billboards or print ads or TV commercials. You're basically shouting at an audience you hope is listening, right? When you're marketing with people, however, you're creating amazing content and connections on social media and oftentimes in people's DMs. The approach is relational. It's human to human. It's about community and starting a conversation and also adding to an existing conversation. Is having a consistent presence on Instagram helpful? Yes. I'm definitely not saying to ditch a content calendar if it is working for you. But if it's not, keep listening. So just so we're clear about the myths of Instagram and these outdated things that did use to work. To be a successful local brand, you don't need thousands of followers. You don't need a ton of likes and comments. And you don't need the perfect cocktail of content. If your competitors have thousands of followers or you see them with lots of likes and comments, just know that they're probably implementing the strategies that I'm going to cover below. And a lot of what's working for them is probably behind the scenes of the Instagram app We're completely off the app, right? We have so many different marketing strategies and tactics at our fingertips. And just looking at Instagram as an isolated place where results are happening for your competitors that you wish you had is just not even close to the whole story. So what does it take to create an Instagram strategy that will actually grow your local business, like monetarily, audience, returning customers? Let's talk about that. That's the good stuff. First up is all about creating your own business strategy for the app. There's not a cheat sheet or online course to swipe copy from that will work for you. You need to do the work to understand your core offering, how you funnel people to that offer, who your dream customer is, and how you solve that ideal customer's pain points. You've got to have a sales plan in place for the app so everything you do, say, and create has a greater purpose than posting just a post. Of course, there are absolutely best practices for posting and pulling together Instagram stories. But at the end of the day, you're creating for your customers, right? You're showing up to support them, add value, educate them, and solve a problem for them. 
Imagine if Instagram didn't allow you to ever have access to comments or likes or follower count. So if you knew this was a place that people still came to, they could never like or comment or follow you, would you still create the same type of content? Think about that and think about the ways you can use it differently if metrics weren't involved in the first place. For me, as I think about that, I would really consider more storytelling and more conversations about transformation. So if that's you, imagine for just a few minutes what your approach would be without any metrics available to you. Now, I think metrics are important. We'll talk about that. But just to kind of give you a new way of thinking about it, I wanted to to drop that in your ears. So when and how you post is completely up to you and how much you decide to choose to prioritize Instagram to generate business. It does take understanding some of the analytics and data and of course using some of the story features like the poll or the question seeker or the quiz to get to know your audience. And it takes showing up and seeing how people respond to your content. Your strategy can of course change over time as your audience grows or you find a specific conversation within your industry that is really resonating with people. To be really honest, it was our content about Instagram on our blog, in our local business foundations, online course, and right on the app itself that helped us pinpoint how we could level up the education and support we were providing at Love Local. Hence this episode and so many other minor pivots we are making in our own Instagram strategy. As you learn using data and looking at your audience, you have the opportunity to change. Second up in how you use Instagram to grow your local brand is what I call the marry me journey. (laughs) When someone pops over to your Instagram for the first time, what happens next? Where are they looking to creep on you even more? Because we know where people are doing this, right? Are you making a good first impression? When you have tremendous clarity on who you serve and that ideal customer visits your profile, she will likely start this dating relationship. (laughs) She might pop over and like some of your stuff, share a heart on your IG story, or share a new product you launched. If she continues to enjoy the way you show up on Instagram, Maybe she'll start a DM conversation with you. And then maybe at that next step on the journey, she'll book an appointment or inquire about a product in your DMs or actually physically visit your shop. At that point, you are definitely dating, right? You've taken that step. You've met each other in real life. You've exchanged a lot of messages. You're seeing her show up on your content a lot. So after that first transaction happens, dollar to dollar, and this woman, for example, is loving your experience, Don't let that love fade. Your brand might fade in her memory as she finds new experiences to have or maybe other local competitors to try. But you as a business owner can continue the conversation with her to stay top of mind and also really valuable to her. You can continue to show up for her and celebrate her and elevate her. If you show up on Instagram and make your customers feel seen and appreciated, that small level of investment in them can dramatically impact your bottom line. I recently heard a local jeweler spends 15 seconds in someone's DMs after they buy from her, personally thanking them for their order and how much it means to her. So you can do this voice feature, right, where you're just talking back and forth in Instagram DMs. She does that. She literally sends a voice note over in DMs. So what I'm seeing local brands doing instead of this really personal touch is hitting the share button in stories without thanking their customers for buying and sharing. So if you're a local business owner getting dozens of shares of your product or service, and you're not thanking your customers for their business, please consider starting today. 
It takes energy for someone to style your product, write the copy, post about you, tag you, and choose to elevate you to their audience. So it's the least you can do, right, to say thank you to them. And of course, in the Marry Me journey, I hope you have a pretty good grip on who your top customers are. And if you're following them and engaging with them. If not, be sure to track who your own customers are and show up for them from time to time. Generally speaking, if we look at Pareto's principle, 80% of your revenue will come from 20% of your customers. So don't let those 20% slide through the cracks. If they're on Instagram, invest in them. The next thing you can spend much more time on is your Instagram stories. Instagram stories right now is the place where users are hanging out. You can use stories to accelerate the Marry Me process and humanize your brand in such a powerful way. You can show behind the scenes of your day. You can share posts others have shared about you. You can create an additional educational series to help people understand why you're different. And of course, you can sell your products there. One of the biggest things you can do on stories that trumps almost everything else though, showing you. In local markets, people do business with people more than any other way. The more we see you, the more connection we have to your brand. If you're listening to this and groaning or rolling your eyes because turning the camera on yourself is terrifying, I know just know that you're not alone. But getting over that insecurity and realizing your audience and your customers want to hear from you and want to see you will really help drive new and continued traffic and sales for your local brand. I get it. It's uncomfortable at first. But in time, you'll gain confidence and might I say, you might just love doing it. And the best part of stories is that they're temporary and people don't expect you to show up perfectly. Just be you. It's your superpower. I mentioned this before, but you can use so many of the story features like polls and gifts and question stickers to continue understanding your audience even more. My only recommendation is to have an intention before you post. What can your followers learn a little bit more about you to help them on the buying journey? How can they take the next step after your eight-part story series? How will your audience connect with you deeper by you posting that? Don't just post to post. Be intentional. Many of the small pivots we've made in our own business are due to the data we've collected on stories. We're creating something right now because of how our audience responded to a series of questions. Even if you have a really small audience, start doing this just to get comfortable. Even with a few hundred followers on your Instagram, we still think it's valuable to ask questions because a lot of times those first few hundred followers are your most loyal, diehard customers or the people most interested in what you're creating. So their responses could possibly be the most important to you. All right, so now you know the importance of creating your own custom strategy, thinking through that marry me journey from never heard of you before to now sharing everything you post. And hopefully you're considering using stories a little bit more to build that trust and accelerate that marry me journey. I've got a few more strategies to think about and something super sweet to offer you if you stay until the end. So keep listening. So if you know a little bit about me, you know that I took a brand called Femme City Des Moines over in about 2017. I had the opportunity to relaunch this brand and it's a local networking group in my own community, Des Moines. And when I took it over as president, it had about five members. And in one short year, that membership went from five to 500. And as I started dissecting this reason, because presidents from all over the country were coming to me asking, Emily, what are you doing to build your membership? What is your secret sauce? What is the thing? I really started thinking about it because to me as a marketing digital strategist kind of gal, 
I do these things almost subconsciously without thinking because I've done, I've trialed, I've tested, I've done a lot of this over time since 2010 using social media. But I sat back and I thought about it. So here are two incredible reasons why this happened, growing a brand from five to 500. One, I have been showing up on Instagram and Facebook, like I said, since 2010, sharing my life, my journey, my interests, my passions, my travels. And I now have hundreds of people who support me because I use social media to be social, to invest in humans, to check in, to celebrate, to share, to connect. The compounding effect of using social media in a positive way has built tremendous trust and people ready to say yes when I create the next thing. It's what led to hundreds of downloads of this podcast the very first week we launched. It's how my business went from an idea to a six-figure marketing agency in less than three months. I connected with humans in real life and kept a meaningful relationship with them on the internet. Two, I elevate others more than I talk about myself and what I offer. When I was relaunching this community in Des Moines, I started sharing new members on Instagram. I would tag them, share their info and stories, post a photo and tag them and their businesses on their Facebook wall, which um, no one does this anymore except to say happy birthday. And then I announced them in our Facebook group of 2000 women business owners. When I would elevate them, naturally people would click the links to learn more about this community and it would draw in dozens, if not hundreds of comments of people celebrating these women. And it single-handedly was the most effective tactic. All it took was me asking new members to send me a headshot, a bio, and what they do in the world, and I would create content and share it on social media. It took me about five to 10 minutes. And of course, in this process, I focused on delivering incredible experiences and supporting these women as best as I could. But to get people in the door, I used my elevation strategy. You see, when you elevate others, you elevate yourself. When you show your followers a new coffee shop opening next door, you add value to their lives as they were just thinking about where to get coffee when their out-of-town guest comes next weekend. When you share three events coming to your city this summer and the outfits you have in your store people would love, it helps the events get new eyeballs and it also helps people connect local events to your products. When you spend time elevating your customers and their amazing posts or updates or projects, they want to reciprocate. Most of what I post on my Instagram stories is other brands I am joining or people doing cool stuff in my city or of course my sweet baby Penelope. But even then I'm tagging local brands she's wearing or local places we're visiting together. So this episode's coming out a little bit before the holidays when everyone is buying gifts for loved ones. So what are 10 local brands you recommend people buy from? Share it on your stories to get your feet wet with this growth and community investment strategy. Something I've been seeing more and more on Instagram is local brands having allies or ambassadors. For example, a local vegan clothing shop is next door to a local baby clothing shop, and they always share about each other. So if I see what new baby clothes are in, and she happens to mention the vegan store next door has some new shoes, I'm now learning about two new things on one account. Having those types of relationships with brands in your industry or businesses in your neighborhood can help your brand reach a lot of new people. So I would encourage you to find some allies. If you post something new, you can count on them to post and vice versa, exchange the favor. You can also incentivize some of your best customers with an ambassador program. And this can be super low key. Like if you have five favorite customers who are active on Instagram, you could say, hey, we have an upcoming event. We would love to give you free tickets if you promote it on your Instagram stories. 
If they say yes, you now have a new marketing channel and it doesn't cost you a dime. You'll learn more about this in future episodes, but I co-created a business called The Hummingbirds because I was realizing many decisions I was making locally were because of people I followed on Instagram. If an old coworker showed a new wine bar he was at, I made a mental note to visit or ask him what his favorite wine was. Or of course, if he wants to join me soon. I've used social media to find a tree person within five minutes when my tree was about to fall on my garage. I have read books, attended events, bought products, tried new coffee shops, and so much more because someone I follow locally posted about it. I choose these people I follow because I know they're active in my community. They tend to be early adopters, so I know that they know what's new and fun to try, and I know they deeply care about the success of local business owners. Some of these people have 100 followers, some have 4,000 followers. It doesn't matter to me because it's what they talk about that matters. It's why I tune in. So this brand, The Hummingbirds, has existed now for about two years, and we now have 250 hummingbirds ready to have a brand experience and talk about it on social media. My point is this. People are hungry to try new experiences in exchange for something, whether it's a perk or a prize or a giveaway. It is not a shortcut to growing your business, but outside of Instagram stories with you and them, I must say that user-generated content is something to get really intentional about. Nothing beats someone else recommending your brand. According to Nielsen, 92% of people trust recommendations from friends and family over any other type of advertising. This word of mouth marketing is usually an afterthought. It's something we hope people do, but you can be strategic about it by working with people who are ready to talk about you on social media. It's the same thing as talking about you word of mouth, face-to-face, especially as I'm recording this in the middle of a global pandemic. This is how recommendations are being sought after and acted upon. I noticed that just a few weeks ago, Instagram unveiled guides, which is a really cool way to showcase products or locations for your audience. I started creating one for local clothing boutiques I loved, and you know what I noticed before anything else? The majority of photos I could select were user-generated. They were almost never from the business itself. They were from others who tagged photos of the brand on their own Instagram post. So whether you're asking your customers to help promote your brand or you're partnering with local champions and content creators like the Hummingbirds, there is no better time than now to invest in helping others effectively share what you do and offer in the world. Okay, my final suggestion for Instagram is to collaborate and use this as a tool to promote the collaboration. So it could be you creating a giveaway with a handful of other brands specifically on Instagram to create more visibility for your business Or it could be you doing an in-person event and using Instagram to promote that. Local collaborations can result in both audience growth and sales success. We just wrapped up a lesson in our soon-to-launch course, and it's called Collaborations That Crush It. So, of course, this lesson is really fresh for me. While I do see a lot of collaborations happening in my local community, I don't see them promoted as effectively as they could be. We want to see some mileage in these collaborations, right? You want to see a lot of people participating in whatever this collab is. So consider creating teaser posts before you announce, a six-week content calendar for promoting the event using stories, IGTV interviews with co-collaborators, grid posts with graphics detailing the collaboration, photos of the individuals who are part of the collaboration, and then take actual photos of the collaboration as it's happening if it's a real event and post about it afterwards. Tag the people there. 
help people see what it means to cultivate community with your co-created experience. When I was running the networking group Fem City Des Moines, I used to see people pop into our Facebook group and post about their upcoming event the day before it happened to 2,000 people they had never spent time getting to know. They would join the community just so they could post in the Facebook group, but they would rarely come to events and never comment or engage in the group. And then a year later, when the membership was up for renewal, they would email me complaining, I'm just not getting the ROI in this group. Here's what I want to nail down the most. The most important message I can share in this entire episode is this. And I know it's a Facebook example, but this goes for Instagram. This goes for every single facet of you growing a successful legacy brand that is trusted, known, and loved where you live. Invest in your community and your community will invest in you. If you continue to show up on Instagram to be social and not just to sell, you'll build a community of raving fans, people eager to participate in what it is you're doing next, and you will become a legend over time, right? This experience takes time. Even if it's 500 followers, what if that means you have 500 people actively sharing your posts, inviting friends to your open house event, buying from you regularly, or referring their coworkers and neighbors to you? For most local business owners, that is more than enough to sustain and flourish. Now, if you're like our masterclass students from just last week, they're like, oh my gosh, Emily, this is good stuff. Now, what do I do? So if you're feeling that way and you're like revved up about Instagram and ready to take the next step, I'll share a couple of things you can do now or something you can share maybe with a friend who may need extra support on the gram. So right now, today, we're in the process of building a program called Illuminate on Instagram, and it opens for enrollment on January 4, 2021. It's going to be the only online program you will ever need as a local brand looking to grow market share and mind share on Instagram. We're breaking down every single topic we covered in today's episode into bite-sized trainings, as well as the strategy framework you need to level up on the gram. If you want to be the first to know about it, you can go to www.illuminateonig.com. That's www.illuminateonig.com. We've got a totally free download there to get you started before we open enrollment to add to the episode. So dive right into that freebie. Our team at Love Local also works one-on-one with clients across the country to build their very own Instagram strategy and implement it on an ongoing basis if that's the right vibe for them. Together, we design a strategy that cultivates dream customers, engages their audience, and ultimately increases their sales. Our team of community managers, designers, copywriters, and strategists are dedicated to building an Instagram account that actually moves the needle for your business. No more posting just a post. No more hitting five posts on Instagram because it's a deliverable that you agreed upon. We are here to move the needle on behalf of your brand and in partnership with these amazing business owners. So hop over to our contact page over at Love Local. Um, We're at www.love-local.co and fill out a short application to see if it could be a good fit to work together. All right, that is it for Instagram today. I hope this gave you a fresh perspective on how you can use this amazing social media tool to connect and grow your brand. I would love to hear what you're implementing, the ideas that resonated with you, and the next steps you're going to take. So just DM me over at love.local so we can cheer you on. Thanks again for tuning into Local to Legend. My name is Emily Steele. I'll see you next time.